hello, hello, and welcome to Grief Unfiltered, a podcast about grief and how the fuck to handle it. I'm your host, Jamie Ailes. Happy New Year's Eve, y'all. I am here. I am late, and please don't hate me. (laughs) I am so sorry for being late. I know I owe y'all a lot, and I have a lot of explaining to do, and we're going to recap how we handled grief in 2021. I love this end of the year episode. I think it's a great tradition just to reflect on my grief journey, y'all's grief journey, the guests we had, the powerful messages that we also got from them, the great advice we got. And then I want to hear from y'all. I want you to on Instagram is where I always say, because that's where I'm most active. Share what episodes you had the best connection with that you got the most um, advice from that just maybe little one-liners that that stayed with you. I know I was re-listening to some episodes prepping for this episode and Bailey's episode, wow, how many times can I say that word, had a line in it, hold them loosely. And it was about her reading this poem and the line said, hold them loosely. And she never really understood what that meant until she lost someone. And it was, you know, people are going to die. People are going to leave, whether it's someone literally dying, a boyfriend leaving. So you just have to know that at the back of your head that that's a possibility and that's life and just to hold your loved ones loosely. So little things like that, takeaways that y'all might have had from your 2021 experience with Grief Unfiltered. All right. So I know my last episode was about three weeks ago and I'm usually pretty consistent on every other Wednesday, but I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I did not have a great month. December with my grief journey, it just wasn't, it wasn't a good month for me. And I was very unmotivated and very in a funk, in a pity party for myself. And I was okay with that. I always, and I'm sharing this because I, I just, I know my podcast is a podcast about grief and how the fuck to handle it. And, and it's usually glass half full and we're so positive, but I just want to make sure that, you know, if I do have a dark time or if I do struggle that y'all can, that y'all know that that's okay too. Like that's part of the journey and no one's perfect. And I, I, yeah, I had a month where it wasn't like, okay, like I've said before in episodes, okay, I'm going to set 15 minutes and I'm going to have a pity party and then I'm going to be over it. Like it wasn't like that. It was me really, really upset that my mom is not here, really missing her. And I think what it was, and I, I, realized this the other day and I was very eager to share it with y'all. I'm sick of being strong and I'm sick of pushing through and I'm sick of thinking of, well, grief doesn't get easier. You get stronger. or The loved one wouldn't want y'all to be sad or they they're, you know, at least she's not struggling anymore. I'm just sick of all that. And I was sick of you know, feeling like I had to try so hard to get over my grief or try so hard to be in a good place or think of all the the positives in my life to like overcome the negatives. And I'm just was beat down. And I was just had about two weeks where I was like, just really sad and exhausted. And it was a big mix. And then Christmas coming up and it was a lot of emotions. And so I just needed to take a minute to myself. And it wasn't even just take a minute. It was just like, I was, like I said, exhausted. And I felt like I couldn't even talk to y'all about grief because I was not doing good in my grief journey. And I'm like, I don't, I am in no means to interview anyone. I'm in no right mind to even try and give advice or anything. So 
thank you for bearing with me and and just know that yeah there's there's hard times for everyone but I am having a much better week I am someone that loves New Year's I love a fresh start as you know cliche or fake as they might be I know everyone's like New Year's resolution New Year's resolution and then like February 1 we're all like eating candy again and like not doing our New Year's resolutions but I like reflecting on a year and I like looking back and seeing how far we've come and seeing the accomplishments that we have and I like you know, setting goals for the new year, writing down your goals, setting intentions for how you want to start things. I like it all. I like knowing what songs I listen to the most in 2021. So I like to take this episode to just go through all the episodes that we had this year. Before I jump into our recap, I wanted to kind of let y'all know how the holidays went for me. As you know, if you follow me on Instagram at grief unfiltered, one of the big things me and usually my brother do every year is we make my mom's coffee cake it's been a tradition since I've been alive that she has this coffee cake she always made it like anytime we had like family coming over someone's flying in it was like they were greeted with the coffee cake it was like her thing like it's so funny because when you're in it it doesn't even seem like that you know such a monumental thing in your life and now that she's gone it's like coffee cake coffee cake. like it was so her thing and it's like such good coffee cake but I feel like the older I get the more like one bite I feel like I've gained five pounds like it's so rich and so like unhealthy obviously and so I made that and I think if you like I said if you follow me I have almost perfected it it was so good this year I was so proud of myself and everyone loved it um, so that's a way we honored my mom. That's our biggest way that we honor her. Another cool thing. If you're been following my Instagram, you know, my mom was a huge David Sedaris fan. I posted stuff before about her books that we've kept and just, she used to go and would meet him and, and he would autograph her books. So we have those and my brother and my brother, David is like so good with gifts. Like it makes me sick. Cause I'm like, I will stress about a gift for like two months and then I'll come up with like, a fucking sample pack of skincare and be like, I don't know. And he has like this thoughtful gift that like makes me cry. I think every year, like it's like without a doubt. I'm like, how are you so good at gifts? Like it's just a gift. No pun intended that people have, but he got me David Sedaris's new book. And then he also got us tickets to see him together. And I'm just like, ah, what a special way to honor my mom. And and that experience will be really fun. And I don't know a lot about David Sedaris. I don't read his books. Usually this will be the first one I've read. Um, So I just feel like it's like another way five years down the road that I can connect with my mom. And now that I'm thinking about it, the tickets are like right around her death anniversary. So that's kind of crazy now that I think about it. It might actually be the day of her death. Oh my God, y'all, that's weird. Anyway, so that was really special too. And then just obviously being with my family is the best way to honor my mom. So we we did that. Um, it was Breck's first Christmas. It was everything I thought it would be. It was so fun. I really enjoy the few weeks, you know, off work I get to spend with her and just really soak in time with just me and her. Um, I go back to work on Tuesday, so I'm going to miss her, but it has been it's been a nice little break and and I'm excited. I hope everyone had a good holiday. I know we were all struggling kind of going into it, but I feel like that's such part of a grief journey is 
the struggle, the anxiety leading up to a certain day. And I hope once that day came that y'all were a little more at ease. And please, I posted the coffee cake on Instagram. Share how you honor your loved ones. I always love to hear what y'all do. Just like it could be the littlest things like making a dish. It could be something super big. It could be going somewhere. It could be singing a song. That's another thing. My mom had like a certain album we would listen to every Christmas morning. Johnny Mathis, I think is his name. Um, and so we always, you know, listen to the that album in the background, just like those little touches that I'm like, honoring her but then also feeling her presence so those are a few ideas for y'all and like I said please share on Instagram how you honor your loved ones during the holidays all right well let's jump right in and let's recap 2021 our first one back in January of this year was Kelsey from Baltimore. Her brother passed away about two years ago from an overdose. And I remember Kelsey reaching out to me and saying that she wanted to bring awareness to drug addiction and just putting a different face on it. And it's something we talked about in the episode of, okay, I look at drug addiction of homeless people or people that, you know, can barely get out of bed in the morning and are just not, you know, mentally ill and not able to do day-to-day things. Whereas her brother was a successful, quote unquote, healthy, physically person. And he still died of an overdose. And it's something that she, like I said, she wants to bring awareness to the face of that. And it's not just someone on the side of the road, half naked, dealing with drug addiction. So that episode was great. I love talking to her and I loved, you know, learning about how far she's come in her grief journey. She is someone that is going to school now for mental illness. And I think psychology, I guess, is what you would say, not mental illness. But it is something that has inspired inspired her in her the few in her future because of her brother's loss and then we also talk about and I think it's so important to talk about with sibling loss is how they're doing how are they doing going from having a sibling to being an only child and how are they doing where and this happens a lot and we've heard from other people that have lost siblings having the attention be on your parents and how are your parents doing how are your parents doing how are your parents doing when the sibling is in a lot of pain too and it's a lot of people oversee that um my next episode was about my grief journey I love doing those I'll probably do an updated episode this coming year I think it's always good to check in with myself and then give y'all more of an insight of my personal journey with grief again I'm someone that you know asks all these people to share or ask all my guests to share a bunch of things and I want to make sure I'm being as open with y'all as well so if you ever have any questions about my my grief journey or anything you want to know that I haven't gone over, please let me know. My next episode was with Paige. She's 20 years old, also from Baltimore, and she lost her father last year. They had not spoken in almost 10 years, and she found out about her father passing away about a month after he actually died from uh, a relative. And it was through a text message, and it was just a lot. Um, I love this episode for a few different reasons. I think Paige is someone who is so young, like I said, 20 years old and has been through so much already. And just how she talked about grief was really cool. And I think the mindset of a 20, 20 year old going through grief is, 
is unique as well. One thing we talk about is her friends not being able to relate to her grief journey or just grieving a loved one and how that puts a strain on their relationship and where 20, a lot of 20 year olds are at going out and partying and, and that's their life is just social life, social life, social life. And she's kind of stuck in that. Well, I'm really sad and I don't know how to balance that and my friendships and not being a burden, but also not isolating myself. And it was an interesting conversation. She also had a big career change in her life um, or however you want to call it at 20 years old, but she went into the military and I've actually been following her on Instagram, obviously. And she's like completed training. And it's so funny when I interviewed her, we were talking about her going into training and now she's done with training and, and she is, I actually don't know what she's doing now, but watching the training and everything was really cool to see. And I know she's come a long way. So I was really honored for her to talk with me and just see that perspective of, you know, how, how you grieve someone you haven't talked to in 10 years, but at the end of the day, it's still your father. And, and I was again, a really powerful episode from someone so young that, that had a lot to say. And these episodes y'all are so funny at the beginning of the year, I was in my third trimester could barely breathe. Like you can literally hear me catching my breath like every episode before Breck was born. And, and just, I would, like I said, I re-listened to the episodes to prep for this episode. And it's just funny hearing me talk about like, I can't wait to meet her. And we had the baby shower and everything's ready. And I'm like, Oh my God, now I have my beautiful angel here and she's the best thing ever. And I love her. So it's a cool journey that we've all been on together. My next episode, I'm not going to go through every episode. Don't worry. Um, but I had another cool thing. I'm going to pause. Sorry. I love about this podcast is just the variety of guests that we have. Like I just said, we had Paige who's 20 years old. We have people my age. I'm 32. We have people older, which is the episode, how to handle a lifetime of grief. Jenna is in her fifties, but lost her mom when she was one years old. So it's just cool to have different perspectives of grief from different points of life, different relationships in life. I also had a medium on this year. I've had grief coaches on this year. We've had authors, we've had other podcast hosts. So it's something I'm so grateful for. And I definitely want to make sure I take a minute to verbalize that and make sure I'm just bringing awareness to how lucky I am that I get to have so many different people reach out to me to do interviews with them and how I get to give, you know, a variety of experiences through this podcast. And I'm just lucky that enough people trust me to share their story that y'all listen and find it interesting. And that's another reason I want y'all to get feedback on Instagram of which episodes stuck out to you, because I feel like I've had so many amazing episodes and I'm just curious, like if there's someone that you really connected with. So like I said, my next one was handling grief and your feelings. Megan is 28. She lost a baby to SIDS and she turned into a grief coach. So we were able to talk about her journey of losing a baby while she was pregnant with another baby. And then also how she pivoted her life into a, a a new chapter of being a grief coach and how she helps other moms now. So another really cool thing about this podcast and in the guests we have is 
the quote unquote happy endings of them. Like I said, Megan used her loss to pivot her career and now help others. So there is a light at the end of the tunnel. However you want to look at it. Like I say, some days are easier than others, but it is really neat to hear people's stories and hear the impact grief had on the big decisions in life. Another episode I want to highlight because I had so many listens on this episode is how to handle grief from 30,000 feet. Lauren has her company grief from 30,000 feet and it is where she mails grief cards to people that have lost people and she it's like a subscription it can be the anniversary every year of their death it can be a birthday card and it's a really cool company it's super personal with her she handwrites everything she lost her mom to leukemia she is also a flight attendant. And that is why the 30,000 feet comes into her whole brand. Um, it's pretty cool. She'll be up in the clouds. And she said she feels closer to her mom that way. So me and her discussed losing a loved one to cancer, not having our moms, how different that can be, how hard it can be to relate to other people that lost people because, you know, every relationship with every person in your life is different, obviously, but there is a lot when it, when it is your mom and it is, you know, it's just a hard person to lose. And it's, it's nice when you can relate to someone and, and relate to someone on the death of, or on the death, huh, relate to someone in the death of losing them to cancer and losing your mom and being the same age. So that was a great conversation. And I love how she has done a hobby on the side with her letters. And I think getting that in the mail is just such a powerful way to process grief and deal with grief and I think that's a really cool way to honor the loved one oh we had so many good episodes this year y'all I love it I get so excited going through these um we had Michelle on from Arizona who lost her father six years ago she had a baby when she was 16 and her daughter was born two weeks after or her daughter was born two weeks before her dad suddenly died So she was grieving her father, navigating all that. And she had a newborn. So being a new mom and she was a teen mom. Like I remember talking to Michelle and just being like, holy shit, like you're a badass. And obviously loss is not easy for anyone, but six years down the road and just her reflecting on that journey and that moment in her life. It was, it was a powerful episode. My next guest was with Gianna from so sorry for your loss. She also has a pretty like hip. I don't know if that's what you call it, but hers is, um, not your average grief group. So very similar aspect to my podcast of an interview based podcast on how people handle grief every day. We're both 32. We're both new moms. So another great episode about being a parent, dealing with grief, how you connect with other people on grief. And then we both are really interested in pop culture and Bravo and all that. So we were able to talk about how the media highlights grief, how suit some um, reality TV deals with grief and, and just, you know, seeing grief being talked about more in the media and outlets and, and how that can help our journey, 
how that can help anyone's journey and how that can help people prepare a little better for grief because I'm someone and you've heard me say this a thousand times I thought you were sad for three days you didn't eat or drink you turn the lights off and then voila all was good but it's way more than that and I think having reality shows or news outlets talk about grief more talk about death more is really really helpful so that was a fun episode Gianna was great energy like I said me and her related on a lot of things and it was just a super natural fun conversation um I another super fun episode that I got to do this year and this was actually one of my top downloads of the year was with Annabeth she's from Alabama it was how to handle grief in college and she lost her father to cancer when she was 15 years old and it was just one of those this isn't my life this can't be happening to me she lived in a small town everyone knew everyone and it was one of those what is going on? How did we get here? And now my father's dead and I'm going into college. So I remember that was crazy. Her dad died like, and then she started freshman year, like two months later and she's a senior now. So her just reflecting on her college career and how grief had affected that. And then her dynamics with her brother and grief. It was, it was a really neat episode and it was a funny episode. She had some funny stories. Um, and it was cool. The, the quote unquote happy ending for that was she's had other friends that have lost people the, the last few years. And she's been that shoulder to cry on that, that person that they go to, to handle grief. And I think it's, it's a nice way to honor your loved one when your struggle and pain can help someone else. And when, you know, you can be that comfort blanket for someone going through the hardest times of their life. Another top episode from this year and one of my personal favorites was with Annalise from Chicago, Illinois, and she has lost both her mother and her father throughout different parts of her life. Her mom died five years ago and her father two years ago. So she has, plus there was like grandparents that had passed away as well. So she had a super deep and, and dark road with grief and it was all in her twenties. And like I've talked about with other guests, you, you think of your twenties as party time and we're going to figure out like my career and oh my God, I'm going to maybe buy a house and like just all those things that you would think, okay, you do this, you go to college and you do this and then you're partying and you're having fun and friends and family and la da da. But she was dealing with loss after loss, after loss, after loss and sickness and death. And it was a lot for her. And, and she even says like, she's almost 30 years old and she feels like she's experienced more loss than some people do their entire life. So her episode was really powerful. I love talking to her. She was a great, great conversation. She was very open. She wanted to talk and those are the best episodes. So I'm so grateful for Annalise for being so open. It's definitely a unique story. And that's something we talk about is how do you relate to people because you, your loss is so deep and it is so thick and you're so in it and it has to be hard to connect with other people. And that's something we talk about. But surprisingly, I did have people reach out that said they did connect with her and they did relate to her and they were so grateful to have her as an episode because it helped them not feel alone. So that's always super special. 
So that's pretty much it. There were obviously more episodes, but those were some of the highlights that I had. Um, Again, I'll say it once. I'll say it a thousand times. I'm so grateful for y'all. I love this platform. I love being able to connect with you. I think there are many great things to come in 2022. I think my life is going to be a little less chaotic. Who knows? Maybe I could totally be wrong, but hopefully I'll be getting more sleep in 2022, getting more episodes out to you. I'll be able to use other platforms. That's a big goal of mine is have a TikTok, have a Facebook, like let's interact more on all platforms and where I can connect y'all and not just Instagram. I know it's naive to think that that's the only platform people are using, but it's the easiest platform. It's the one I know how to use. I literally will get on Facebook and be so confused and I just exit out. Like I'm like, I don't know. I I don't know. This is too much. So we'll see if y'all have any advice as always, please DM me or you can email me griefunfiltered at gmail.com. I love y'all. Let's go into 2022 with just strong, positive thoughts. Obviously, it's not going to be easy, but we are stronger together and we are in this together. And for that, I thank you for listening. Happy New Year and have a safe night, y'all. Love you. Love you.